The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome to Good Money Moves. I'm Andy Brownell, News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM with Jenna Tobble, Director of Brand and Digital Member Experience at First Alliance Credit Union. Morning, Jenna. Good morning, Andy. Last week, we talked about hacks and scams. What's the topic for Good Money Moves today? Yeah, today we are talking all about financial fitness. Okay. <laughs> That's a new one. What What is financial fitness? Yeah, there's no official definition for what financial fitness is necessarily. But if you think about the health and the fitness of your finances, right, it's going to be someone who someone would be financially fit if they have, you know, more money coming in than they do going out. Um, they're be someone who does not have too much debt, right? It's a manageable amount of debt or very little debt overall. Um, they've probably got at least three months of their salary saved, right, for that emergency fund. It's a well-funded emergency fund. So really, it's just simply someone that has control over their money and they're making the best use for it in positive ways. So it's a good topic. Yeah. So I guess if you're talking about fitness, where do we start when we talk about getting financially fit? Yeah, so the the first thing that I want to point out is that there are levels of financial fitness, right? Um, just like there's levels of physical fitness that you can have. Um, there's, it's the same thing when you kind of relate that topic to your finances. So at the most basic level, you're able to really live within your means, right? In other words, you don't um, you know, you don't need to go into debt as much each month to kind of sustain your lifestyle. So you're you're not living quite as much paycheck to paycheck as maybe you were at some other point in life. So um, if you find yourself having to rely on your credit cards each month to kind of make ends meet, right? That's this is really where you should try to aim for reaching that first level where you're kind of less attached to your debt you're breaking even you're breaking even right so once you get to kind of the point where you're living within your means then you're kind of ready to work towards that next level of financial fitness which is really all about protecting yourself against financial emergencies and that's where that emergency fund comes into play right so it even if you have 500 or a thousand dollars saved up that's better than nothing at all with the ultimate goal being to have a really well-funded emergency fund that could get you through something like a job an unexpected job loss or some serious medical issues where you can't work for it a period of time that having that level of um, money built up is kind of where you want to aim for long term all the times Um, we've talked about this and then last winter this is exactly what happened to me Mm-hmm. And thank goodness I did have that. Yeah. And it, it was, it so a, it was not financially stressful at all. It was stressful in a lot of other ways, but that part of it was okay. Yeah. I wasn't happy about it, but <laughs> yeah. at least yeah. that part of it was okay. 
Exactly. It, yeah, it, it is a huge, huge relief just to know you have that money available in an emergency. Yes. It really is. Um, but really kind of talking beyond that again, right? Once you've got that emergency fund in place, then you can kind of move into that next level of, you know, that financial fitness where, where it's really focused on paying down your debts. Um, and there is, there's always going to be some debate out there about whether you should focus on getting rid of your debts before you start saving. Um, however, in this case, I, I would say that if you start saving first, you won't have to worry about incurring any additional debt if that emergency does arise. And so while you should ideally be doing both, obviously not everyone's income and finances can handle that. So if you have to prioritize one over the other, as long as you're making those minimum payments and you're not falling behind, that's okay. If your focus is going to be on savings and building that up, that's perfectly um, healthy option as well. But at some um, point you know, you've built up enough savings that you can stop and get rid of the debt, which is draining you with the interest rates. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. And the better, and once you do have like that nice emergency cushion, yeah, definitely refocus some of those dollars on getting that debt paid down as quickly as possible. And we'll talk more about that, um, I okay. think later in the show here, but, you know, just again, for instance, you know, if you've got several credit cards to pay off and you get into a car accident, you're going to be glad you've got some money in your savings account to pay for that repairs to your vehicle or any medical bills that come up instead of having to then rely on those credit cards to to pay off those and then even putting yourself even deeper in debt, right? So that's kind of where that philosophy comes in. It's okay to have some debt, but it should be a manageable amount and you don't want to set yourself up to be in a position where you have to take on more debt when those emergencies arise. Okay. And, I, you know, just kind of, we talked about the levels of financial fitness. I would say that to kind of get to that highest level of financial fitness is requires setting goals and really working towards them. I think that's kind of the big key to all of this. Um, and at this stage, you know, at that kind of highest level peak financial fitness. You've, Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> is, you know, you should really feel financially secure, right? Um, and you can be working towards more aspirational type financial goals at that point. Yeah, you're paying off the house, getting your retirement savings in place, all that stuff, yeah. all that yeah, good that stuff. stuff. Yeah, you know, savings towards something fun like a vacation, you know, stuff like that. So, but... Everything you've described, I can see where this could be a bit intimidating if you're just starting mm -hmm. out. If you're yeah. at that situation where you're not yet breaking even, it's hard to imagine being at that top level. So it, how, do yeah. you, how do you get started if you're not anywhere near there yet? Yeah, that's a really good question because, yeah, it is. Finances at any stage of financial fitness can feel intimidating, to be honest. Um, it doesn't matter if you're kind of already a little bit along this journey. If you if you have to start a new goal that's financially related, there is some a little bit of stress that goes with that. But if you really have never thought about how to get your finances kind of in order, and kind of become a little bit more financially fit, the, the very first step you want to take, and this is actually a step you should probably do repeatedly throughout this process, if I'm being honest, um, 
is to really figure out your current financial situation. And you really do this by starting to look at your assets. And what I mean by that is things that you have that possess value of some kind, right? Um, so this could be your savings, whether that be in an emergency fund, a retirement account, um, but it also can include things like the any cars you own and real estate you have in your name. Um, so really, you're just taking a look at where's my money? What money do yeah. I have? Where is it? What is it tied up in? Is it easily accessible? Is it not? Just get a good clear view of where that sits today for you. And it's going to be different for everybody. Um, so once you've kind of listed this information out, your next step is really to list um, your liabilities, right? In other words, what are those debts that you owe? So could and, and these can be anything like loans, um, including personal loans, credit cards, mortgages, like all of those payments you have to make every month. And I should also point out that you don't necessarily have to start by listing your assets first or those that the money that you do have. Um, however, I really would suggest starting with that. Um, because if you start out by listing off your all of the bills that you have to pay every month, that's where it starts to get really discouraging really fast. Um, so it's kind of like, let's focus on the positive first and then work backwards a little bit. Um, sure. It's kind of a mind trick, but it works. It really well, I, Yeah, I, I can see if you're going to add up the debts first, it'd be. Uh... Yeah, you, you might so want to give up really quickly. So this is a balance sheet, a basic balance sheet. It is. Yep. Yep, it is. Um, you know, and if you'd like to be really thorough about this, um, you would then kind of subtract what those debts that you have, those liabilities from the money that you have, those assets, right, to get really what what is your total net worth? Um, and you don't have to take this step, but I think it does give you a really clear picture of where you stand financially and how financially fit are you. And I think you might be surprised at what that answer look like, looks like, um, but it's really just kind of a snapshot of where you are today. And your goal here is really to just get that general overview of your financial fitness level. Rather, it just gives you a number to put to it that you can work a goal towards, right? Um, of course, if you're really serious about getting financially fit, um, your net worth is really going to start to change. So that's why I say, while this is definitely a first step, it's also a step that you will want to do repeatedly as you meet your different financial fitness goals for yourself um, throughout months and years of time, however long you're going down this path for yourself. And you might find out, even if you're facing enormous debts, you might find out you have a positive net worth because you have a bunch of stuff. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and actually, First Alliance Credit Union offers a really neat tool inside our online and mobile banking platform called My Money, which helps you calculate this number. Um, it will aggregate information from all of your anywhere that you have financial information sitting out there, whether it's with First Alliance Credit Union or another financial institution. Let's say you have some debts in 
from different places or some credit cards from different places, or maybe you are the type of person who likes to hide money from yourself at different bank accounts. Um, <laughs> you can pull all of that information together in one spot and it will give you that nice overview in one place. So there are tools Excellent. to help you do this as well. Excellent. Well, we'll take a break and we'll continue with more about financial fitness with Good Money Move, Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union this morning. On News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. Financial fitness, the topic today. Jenna Tobble is here. I'm Andy Brownell. And Jenna, when we were talking about this balance sheet, this rudimentary balance sheet, I think the key to this whole thing is honesty, honesty with yourself, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to be upfront with yourself when it comes to your finances because otherwise you're just lying to yourself and that's not very helpful. (laughs) So what do we do next? Yeah, so I would say the next thing you want to do is really start working your way like through these levels of financial fitness, Um, right? So from living within your means to setting those financial goals, kind of trying to figure out where you fall into that spectrum and then how do, what what is it I need to do and what do I need to change? What do I need to get more of or pay down in order to move forward to that next level and be just a little bit more financially stable? Okay, so how do I get to the first step? Yeah, so again, our favorite word on this show, budget, is going to be your best friend in this case, right? So we definitely talked about budgeting before, tons and tons of episodes um, that you can go back and listen to in the archives about budgeting and how to get started with that. And um, But really, I it, the reason people hate the word budget is because they feel like it limits them in some way, but really what a budget does is it puts you more in control of your money because you have a really clear understanding of where that money is going. So keep listening. Don't let the word budget turn you off from listening any further <laughs> is what I'm trying to tell you here. <laughs> um But what budgeting is going to really do is it's going to help to ensure that you have enough money coming in to pay your bills each month. It really lets you see where you're spending your money each month. A budget is also going to help you stop yourself from impulse spending because you're going to know ahead of time where you're planning on spending your money and how much you truly have available to spend on things that are just for fun. Um, It even shows you how much money you have available to pursue those future goals, right? So if your goal is to get that emergency fund set up, you'll know exactly how much money each month you have available to you without putting yourself in a tight constraint to make that goal a reality for yourself. Um, So if you don't want to create a budget, I think it's helpful to kind of remind yourself that in reality, you have a budget already whenever you bring in money and you spend it. All you're doing with a budget is writing it down and giving yourself a really clear visual of where that money is going. And once you have that visual, you have the ability to really change it if you so desire. And I think that's where the power of this comes in. 
Um, of course, you know, you can't just create a budget. You need to from nothing, right? It helps if you kind of have a budget in mind that you can actually live by. Um, because what otherwise is going to happen is you're going to have a lot of trouble sticking to an unrealistic budget. Right. So, you know, and and also I think it's important for people to understand that when if you've never truly sat down and budgeted before, if you've never tried to kind of rein in your spending or put money, you know, towards a specific financial goal before, it can be a little bit difficult out the gate because you're going to have a lot of habits in place that you need to correct. So it's going to be really important that you give yourself a little bit of grace if you're just getting started with it, but also adjust your budget along the way until you have one that you're happy with that is helping you meet your goals without feeling overly restrictive. Yep. Uh, the message about adjusting is key especially the first few months you do this. And I'm yeah. still years and years into this. I still make adjustments all the time. Yeah, absolutely. And you will sometimes from month to month because you know in the winter, right, your right. heating bill goes up and in the summer, you know, maybe it goes down. So there's those types of things that you have to adjust for. You can adjust for things going on in life. Like if you know you have a lot of celebrations coming up that you'll need to buy gifts for, or, you know, you'll probably have a little bit more money you'll be needing to spend there. Or maybe it's your birthday month and you always treat yourself in your birthday month. You want to make sure you have money available to do that. Those are the kind of things that you can think of and plan ahead for. So you don't have to feel so guilty after the fact of, oh, I really shouldn't have put that money on my credit card. Or I really shouldn't have gone out to eat. Now I can't, you know, do this other thing I wanted to do. You just have a really clear picture of how to use your money to get the things that you want. All right, so we've got to the point where I've got the budget and I'm actually living with that budget. What's next? Well, now it's really time to start building up that emergency fund that we talked about earlier in the in the show here. So it's really recommended that you put away at least 10% of each paycheck towards your savings. Um, but if you can't do that, you know, find out what percentage of your paycheck you can comfortably put aside and then just make sure that you do that every time you get paid. And the best way to go about doing that is to automate that process for yourself so that you're removing your human element from the decision making, um, either through using direct deposit to kind of split your paycheck up between your savings and your checking um, or you can use features within your online and mobile banking platforms to automatically move money every you know if you get paid on a regular basis you can set those up to automatically move x number of dollars from your checkings to your savings things like that so there's lots of tools in place to help you be successful with this it's just important that you look at what the best option is for you okay we do have to take another break we're talking about financial fitness the different levels of it how to get to the Best level there is with Jenna Tommel with First Alliance Credit Union on Good Money Moves here at News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobel from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves, News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Jenna Tobel with First Alliance Credit Union. Financial fitness is the topic today. And well, Jenna, according to what you've said, 
creating a budget and making sure that you save regularly will get you along the way. What's what's the next thing we should be doing if we're going to get financially fit and be debt free? Yeah, so getting your debts paid off um, is definitely one of those things that you need to do to become financially fit. Um, it's going to take a ton of stress off your shoulders. Um, it's also frees up money that you can then use for literally anything else that you want. So that's always a good thing, right? Whether that's to save even more or do something fun, right? The less debt you have, the better position you will be in most cases. So um, I would say there's tons of different strategies you can employ to get your debts paid off. I would say the most popular way to pay off your debts is to use that snowball methodology um, where you take the debt that's, you know, the smallest and you throw as much extra money at it as you can to get it paid off as quickly as possible. And then you kind of roll what you were paying that debt into the next one and the next one and the next one, all the way up to the largest one that you have. Um, and then eventually, once you've got all those debts paid off, you take that money and use it to fund your savings plan. That's definitely one very common strategy that people like to use because it's motivating, right? You get those wins yes. along the way. There is some debate about whether it's best to get rid of your debts before you start saving. I kind of mentioned this earlier in the show. However, I think if you start saving first, again, you aren't going to have to worry about incurring any of those additional debts if that emergency does arise. So for instance, right, if you've got several credit cards to pay off and then you get into that car accident, you're going to be really glad that you have some money in your savings account to help pay for those repairs or any medical bills instead of having to rely on those credit cards and kind of putting yourself even deeper in debt. So again, building up that at least a small emergency fund is really important, even if you do have debts that you're trying to pay down. So that one is on an individual basis, what you feel comfortable with, how large your emergency fund is. But I imagine there's a high end to it, too, that you just it gets to the point of, no, you've got enough. You need to pay off the debts. Exactly, exactly. I mean, the the long term goal for emergency funds is always that three to six months worth of your income in savings that just sits there for really big emergencies. But even if you hit those smaller goals, like you know, like 500, 1,000, 2,000, something a little bit more attainable, totally fine too, to kind of get that start on that and then work towards paying down those debts and then go back to building up that emergency fund even more. There's no, ne not necessarily a right or wrong way to approach it as long as you are keeping that in front of you. It's okay. part of a goal. So I've paid the debts off. That means I get to that highest level, the next level, setting goals. Yeah. So, you know, we, we talked about, you know, building that solid foundation of financial fitness. Um, and with this kind of goal setting, I guess, level of attainment that you'll get to, you it the best way to start with this is really to spend some time um, with yourself or your partner and list out all of the things that you really want to accomplish in your life, right? So maybe you'd like to buy a car or maybe you want to make a million dollars for your retirement fund, right? You want to have that much saved up. Both great goals, both things that you need to be thinking about short-term and long-term, right? So once you've got your list of goals, you have to start to prioritize which of those are the most important for you based on where you're at in life and what are 
you know, where you need to go next. So when you've kind of figured out what those broad goals look like, it's time to really put make them into actionable goals. And that's where using that smart goals methodology comes in really handy that we've talked about before in the in this show as well, right? And so just to quickly recap what that looks like, right? It's specific. Do you have a clear idea of what your goal is? Measurable. Will you be able to track your progress and how? Is that goal attainable? Do you, right? Do you know how you're going to achieve your goal? What things are you going to do differently or start doing? Um, is it realistic? You know, can this goal even be achieved given your certain, your specific circumstances in life? And then time bound. You have to put a time limit on this. When are you going to achieve this goal? Um, because if you don't, if you just have it kind of this endless goal that you'll someday get to, it's going to lose meaning really quickly. So making your goal a SMART goal is what really just gives you that roadmap for how to achieve some of those longer term broad goals for yourself. Um, so, you know, once you know, you know, how to make that goal your reality, you just have to kind of follow it through. And it becomes much easier to do once you have a really well-defined goal using that methodology. That's the fun level of financial fitness for sure. And always uh, great information, Jenna. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm going to tone up my finances this week. That'll be my goal. But uh, if... yeah. <laughs> Folks want more information about these things that we're talking about, the SMART goals method, budgeting, the fitness levels, where can they find it? You can visit our website at firstalliancecu.com. And once you're there, you can subscribe to our blog where we release new financial tips and advice every week covering all of the topics that we talked about today when it comes to getting financially fit. Um, we talked about a lot of past episodes um, today as well that you can go back and listen to those at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on krocnews.com. You can also subscribe to Good Money Moves on Apple, Google, and Spotify podcasts. And of course, if you love our show, please leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. We would love to know what you think. Um, and of course, we're always looking to you to share any financial topics or questions that you have that you'd like us to talk about on Good Money Moves. And you can email me those thoughts and questions at marketing at firstalliancecu.com. And of course, I strongly encourage you to reach out to our team at First Alliance Credit Union. They are here to help you start making good money moves today and help you get to a place of financial fitness. And of course, First Alliance Credit Union is federally insured by NCUA and an equal housing lender. Jenna Tobble will talk again next week and have another good money moves right here on Newstalk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.